0: Well, hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Prayer Altar with Prophet Jonathan Dorn, brought to you by JonathanDornMinistries.com. We're live tonight, and I'm so honored and blessed to have you to join me. You can stay connected with me by going to Facebook.com forward slash Jonathan Dorn Ministries. Tonight is a special night because we'll be talking about the truth about astrology and numerology. Tonight you want to get your Bibles out, you want to get your pen, your paper, you want to get prepared to receive a word from the Lord tonight. Last night we were live on Facebook, so if you're listening to this, I want you to know that this is part two of the series. Part one is over on Facebook. In order to watch and hear part one, you have to go to facebook.com forward slash Jonathan Dorn Ministries. But tonight we're going to go deeper, we're going to go further, and we're going to talk about part two of this prophetic series entitled Discovering the Truth About Astrology and Numerology. As I said, make sure that you have your pen, your paper, and that you're ready to receive from God because you're going to receive some revelation that is going to be supernaturally life-altering, I believe. It's an encounter with God that we're going to have tonight because it's the anointing that destroys the yokes. The yokes will be destroyed in Jesus' name. I decree and declare not only over your life, but over the lives of your family members, your sons, your daughters, your sisters, your brothers. Those in your household are going to be set free. I don't know how it is that you might have come in contact with astrology. I don't know how it is that you begin to read horoscopes or you begin to Uh, discover and have a longing to dabble dabble into numerology and to become fascinated with numbers. But whatever it is, however it was that you came in contact with astrology or numerology, regardless of your history or your background, I believe tonight's message is going to be supernaturally liberating. You're going to be supernaturally freed from the timetable of the earth realm and God is going to break you into your true time, the true season of God for your life as written in the Holy Bible. So get your Bible and get prepared to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say unto the church. We're going to begin by going before the Lord in prayer As we always do, I ask that you join me in praying the Lord's Prayer and then I'm going to pray as the Spirit leads me to pray. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's begin by going before the Lord in prayer and then we're going to hear the Word of the Lord. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done. In earth as it is in heaven. Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen and amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for every man. I thank you for every woman listening under the sound of my voice. I thank you for what you have been speaking over the course of these last couple of days. I thank you for what you're speaking already into the hearts of your people. I pray that the word of God tonight would begin to set us free, break us out of demonic cycles, Break us free from the timetable of darkness and break us into the light of the glory of God. Lord, our times and our seasons have been placed in your hands because we believe that you are Alpha and Omega. You're the beginning and the ending. You're the first and the last. You're he who was and he who is and he who is to come. You're Alpha. You always begin. Your omega, you always end. We trust in you to be the author and the finisher of our faith. We place our lives in your hand. We place our future, our trust, our confidence is in you. We trust you that you have begun a great work in us. And you will be faithful to finish that which you have started. We trust you that you're the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac. You're the God of Israel. Our trust is in you. And we look to you tonight, the author, the finisher of our faith, our redeemer, Jehovah Jireh, our provider, Jehovah Raphi, our healer, Jehovah Nisi, our banner, We look to you, Jehovah Shalom, our peace. We look to you, Jehovah Rohi, our shepherd. We look to you, Jehovah Tishjanu, our righteousness. We look to you tonight. We trust in you, Jehovah Gamola. Our confidence, our faith is in you. We thank you for the power of your word. Your word is more powerful than anything that the enemy has sent against us. No weapon formed against us will be able to prosper. Your word has forever been settled in heaven. Your word is a light unto our pathway, a lamp unto our feet. Your word is life. You said in your word man shall not live by bread alone, not by doctrine alone, not by knowledge alone, Not by power, not by might, but man shall live by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Man shall live by the Spirit of God. I pray that tonight every man, every woman listening under the sound of my voice would begin to live in the Spirit. Help us to live in the Spirit. To mind the things of the Spirit. To have a hunger and a thirst after righteousness, that we can be filled with the Spirit, that we can begin to overflow with the Spirit. As the prophet of the Lord saw the temple of God filled with water, and the water flowed and issued out from the glory of God, out of the midst of the tabernacle, I pray that the glory of God would issue out of our bellies that it would begin to flow rivers of living water. The wisdom, the revelation, the anointing, the spirit of God. Let it flow through us, in us. Let the glory of the Lord shine through us so that men can see not us, but Christ. Not who we are, but who you are. Jesus be glorified. We thank you we honor you, we praise you, we bless you, that Lord, you will get the glory, you get all the honor, Uh, you get all the praise. Matter of fact, we're going to open our mouths now and we're going to bless you. We're going to open our mouths now and give you praise. We're going to open our mouths and give you worship tonight. We honor you. We extol you. We lift you. We bless you. We praise you. We glorify you. We thank you tonight for who you are. Not just for what you've done, but for who you are. We give you all the praise. We thank you for your word. Saturate every word that I speak tonight. Let it be saturated with the power of the Holy Spirit. Not I, but Christ. Let your glory be revealed in Jesus' name. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Come on, for the next few seconds. I just want you to thank Him for this. I want to prophesy that God is breaking you free from every demonic cycle. God is breaking your life free from the timetable of the enemy and you're going to be syncopated with the timetable of heaven i decree and declare your times and seasons are placed in the hand of god i go even further than that and i say that you shall redeem the time for god shall restore the years that the caterpillar the years the cankerworm, the years the palmerworm, the years that the locust has come to try to eat up he's going to restore to you time And he's going to position you in the divine place that he has for your life. If you believe it, open up your mouth and say, Lord, I thank you. Open up your mouth and say, Lord, I thank you. Come on, praise him for the next few seconds. We're about to get into the word, but you got to praise him. Come on, open up your mouth and praise him. Come on, come on. The Bible said, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter into his courts with praise. Magnify him and bless his name. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. For the Lord, he is good and his mercy endureth forever. Come on and bless him tonight. I feel the glory of God. I feel the anointing. I feel the power of God tonight. You have to excuse me. I feel like praising him tonight. I feel like honoring him. I feel like worshiping him. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Tonight we're going to go a little bit further in the prophetic word of God that is being released in this time for such a time as this for the body of Christ. I'm discovering that what God has given me is so very profound, It's so detailed and it is so complex that it's going to take longer than just a couple of meetings for us to delve into this word. I I really wanted it to be a very short series, but it just can't be short. So as the spirit leads, we're going to be talking about this until the Lord changes the topic. Amen. Glory to God. I want to remind you that tomorrow night I'll be doing Bible study with Evangelist Veronica. We have two more Bible studies left. That will be this Tuesday and next Tuesday. Amen. We're doing it all March long. We've done it all March long. If you have missed any of the teaching, I've been teaching on false doctrine under inspiration of the Spirit. If you have missed any of that teaching, it is all available. It's there on Facebook Live, so you have to go back to past recordings, and you can be blessed by all of them. We've done a few already, and tomorrow night, we'll do uh, the second to last one. Next Tuesday night will be the last one. Don't miss that. Tuesday nights at 7 uh, p.m. Amen. If you have your Bible, go with me now. I want to go a little bit deeper Tonight, we're going to go a little further than we went last night. Once again, this is part two, because part one you can find available on my Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash Jonathan Dorn Ministries. Amen. That is the new, uh, the new uh, central place where everything is going to be, uh, the website Is still up right now, but I'm not sure if I'm going to keep that up. So I want you to make sure you stay connected with me via Facebook because I'm revamping and reconstructing, rebuilding some things uh, website wise. So the best way to stay in touch is going to be Facebook whenever the website is taken down or whenever it is redone. That's going to be a process. So in order for you to stay in touch Make sure that you like the page on Facebook. Okay, if you have your Bible, go with me. Now, this is our base scripture that we're going to look at. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 25. Now, last night, we were supposed to talk about the number 12 in particular. We're talking about astrology and numerology as it relates to the spiritual truth that is in the Bible. The prophetic truth, the prophetic truth, the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the truth. The Bible says you shall know the truth. The Bible says that Pilate asks Jesus during their exchange, what is truth? That is one of the questions that he asks Jesus. He asked him many questions. Who are you? And uh, are you the king of the Jews? He asked him Many questions, but one question stands out to me. He said, What is truth? The Bible says Jesus said, I am the way, and I am the truth, and I am the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. Let's do a quick review of what we talked about last night location and location. Understand this location is definitely a spiritual, uh, it it carries spiritual weight. Glory to God. Location matters in the spirit realm. Uh, Location, proximity, location matters in the spirit realm. Last night we talked about uh, that position, location, it matters in relation to God. We've talked about last night how the high places have always been attributed to a closeness with God, while low places are attributed to being far away from God. Last night, we talked about the valley of the shadow of death. The shadow of death is only in the valley. The shadow of death is not on the mountaintop. This is why when Abraham went to kill the son of the promise, his only promised son, he laid him on the altar. And the son was willing to lay on the altar because he uh, he trusted his father. And so he laid on the altar and the Bible says when Abraham lifted up his sword, to slay his only promised son, he heard the voice of God and God put a ram in the thicket. He replaced him so that his son did not have to die because remember this, the shadow of death is not on the mountain, it is in the valley. In other words, there is a spiritual significance to location. I'm telling you tonight, if you're listening to me in the United States of America, you're in the United States for such a time and purpose as this time and place go hand in hand in the spirit realm. If you're listening to me in Africa, you're in Africa, not on perp, not on accident, but on purpose, not by coincidence. It is not by chance that you're listening to me in Ethiopia or that you're listening to me in Ghana or that you're listening to me, amen, in Turkey or that you're listening to me in Europe or if you're listening in Australia, wherever you are physically, it, 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 ha- it actually is connected uh, Uh, to your divine purpose, because in your life, as long as you are led by the spirit, nothing will be wasted. Nothing will be wasted. Nothing will be wasted. You're not in any place for no reason at all. The only way that happens is when you're led by your flesh, when you're led by your flesh, when you're led by your flesh, when you're led by your feelings, when you're led by your emotions. Oh, yes. I'm reminded of the prophet Jonah. Jonah had a true calling on his life, and with that calling came assignments. The assignment of God on Jonah's life was to find himself in a place where he could speak to God's people. Uh, but something happened when Jonah made the decision to, to go and find a ship headed in the opposite direction of the place in which God told him to go. The Bible said he found the ship. He made the, he paid the fare. And the Bible says something very interesting in the book of Jonah. The Bible says that after he paid the fare to get on the ship that he went down into it. Uh, Can I highlight, underline, underscore, circle the word down because location matters in the spirit understand this. Hell, hell is real and hell is down. Heaven, heaven is real and heaven is up. Location matters in the spirit. So when Jonah went down into the ship, it was a physical representation of where he had gone spiritually. Uh, can I give you another example of how location matters? The Bible says, the lo- watch this, not only the Bible, but scientists uh, Uh, Yes, scientists and and people that study uh, geographics and people that study uh, the land. They find it that the lowest place on the face of the earth. Do you know what it is? Do you know where it is? Where is the lowest place on the face of the earth? If you Google search real quick, you'll find that the lowest place uh, on the face of the earth is a place called the Dead Sea, the Dead Sea is the lowest sea level place on the face of the earth. When people go to the Dead Sea, they have have said that several people have reported that sometimes they have heard voices, strange occurrences have happened uh, near the Dead Sea because the Dead Sea is the lowest place uh, on the face of the earth. It is actually uh, historians and scientists and theologians alike believe that the city of Sodom and Gomorrah, listen to what I'm telling you. The city of Sodom And the city of Gomorrah was actually located just off the coast of the Dead Sea. Now, when you go to the Dead Sea and you look in the bottom of it, you'll find that it's all covered with salt. You'll find that it is, oh, glory be to God, scientists believe that it was a huge volcano that was located right near where the Dead Sea is. In other words, when fire fell from heaven, it was actually an occurrence happening. From heaven, but also from earth, because there was a volcano happening, and the city was covered with salt. Meaning that, oh, glory be to God, that the reason why Sodom and Gomorrah was so wicked was because not only were they living in their flesh, not only were they perverted, but they were in a low place. Uh, their low place, uh, the, their low place was an indication of the place in which they lived in the Spirit. I don't know if you've ever read this verse, but your Bible says to set your affection on things above and not beneath. Oh, highlight that, circle that, underline that. Set your affection on things above and not beneath. God is seated on the throne. He is called the Most high God because he's not only the most high spiritually, he's also the most high physically. You see what, oh glory be to God, what the people of Babel didn't understand was that they were trying to build a a tabernacle, they were trying to build a temple that would reach God without having relationship with God. They were trying to reach high places while living low in the spirit. Can I give you this? Location matters. We talked about it last night. Location matters. Do you not know what the word Elohim means? When you research Elohim, the Elohim is a place in the spirit just between just between the third heaven and the first heaven. It is a place in the spirit realm and that is actually the place where where it is believed that the Garden of Eden exists. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give you a moment to take that in, what I just said. I said the Elohim is a place where the Garden of Eden currently exists and it is guarded by cherubims. Cherubims are angels that look very strange. Some of them have faces that look like several different types of animals. They have bodies that look like several different types of animals. But they're not animals, they're angels and they're called cherubims. And a few of them are guarding the garden of Eden right now. So watch this, watch this. When Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, they were cast out of the garden. Watch this. They were not cast out of a low place, but they were cast out of a high place. Oh, you're going to get this in a minute. Jesus said, I beheld Satan as lightning falling down from heaven. Watch what I'm about to tell you. He said, I beheld Satan as lightning falling down from heaven. I have to say that a third time so you can get the revelation. He said, I beheld Satan as lightning falling down from heaven. In other words, Satan was cast out of the third heaven and into the second heaven. You're going to get that in a minute. There are three dimensions to heaven. We're going to talk about astrology. Yes, we're going to talk about numerology. Yes, there's so much revelation you're going to get that I believe it's just going to cause your spirit man to explode with the glory and power of God. Because in the words of Dr. Rod Parsley, there can be no glory without government. There can be no glory without teaching. The Bible says study to show yourself approved. And I'm telling you tonight, as you receive this, you're going to receive Glory because glory comes from teaching, not just preaching, but teaching. So, listen to what I'm sharing with you tonight. And so, Satan found himself cast out of heaven into the second heaven, into the garden, the garden of Eden, located in the Elohim, just between the third heaven and the first heaven. You and I live in the first heaven, but we're not supposed to stay in the first heaven. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians that Jesus has raised us. What's the word? Raised us up, 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 up. Underline up, circle up, highlight up. He raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. In other words, my body is in the earth realm, but in the spirit, I am seated with Christ. In the spirit, I am in the Lord. In the spirit, I am in not only earth, but heaven. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Satan was cast out of the third heaven. Why? We talked about it last night. Archangels are the head angels over other angels. Lucifer was over a third of the angels. Because the angels were separated into three categories. Listen to what I'm telling you. Michael is a warring angel. He's the head of the warring angels. Gabriel is the messenger angel, the angel of revelation. And he is the head over angels. Lucifer was supposed to be the worshiper. He's the one that is supposed to worship the father continuously. Glory be to God. He was created to worship. But watch what happened. When you are close to God, not only in relationship, but close in proximity, you become more like him. Can I prove it to you? The Bible says this about the Apostle John. John was the one that laid on the breast of Jesus. He was the one that was not only close to him in relationship, but he stayed close with him even physically. He laid on him. And the Bible says that Jesus says of John, if it is my will, and I'm paraphrasing, if I want to, I could allow John to tarry and not leave, in other words, not die until he see the son of man coming in power and in authority. And what he was saying was, if I want John to live forever, I could cause him to live forever. That's what they thought. So the apostles, after Jesus died, they always looked at John. They wondered if he would ever die based on what Jesus had said. But Jesus was not talking about him living forever. Jesus was not talking about him because immortal and not dying Jesus was talking about him seeing a revelation the revelation that he saw on the Isle of Patmos John said I was in the spirit Spirit on the Lord's day. And when he was in the Spirit, watch this, he spoke with a man. And when he spoke with a man that looked like an angel or looked like the Lord himself, he bowed down before the man. And the man said, Don't you do that. Don't bow down. Don't worship me. Get up. And the Bible said, John got up. Now, what John didn't understand was more than likely the person that he was speaking to was actually himself. He didn't recognize his own self. Oh, glory. The reason why that is was because everybody in the kingdom of God is going to look like Jesus. Everybody is going to be like him. Why? Because they're closer to him. You cannot get that close to him and not be changed. Uh, can I add this just for a moment right here? I don't understand how people can claim to be so close to God, but not act like him. How are you so close with him? How are you so close to him? You try to tell me that you're laying before him every day. You want people to think you're a chief apostle, you're a chief prophet, and that you're always in God's presence, but yet you got a messed up attitude, yet you treat people all kinds of ways, yet you you lie, you scheme, yet you're, you're, you're not honest, yet you always have an attitude, yet you lie on your taxes, yet you have a, you have trouble with everybody, yet you're selfish and self-centered. How are you a person that lives in the presence of the Lord and you're still selfish? it don't make no sense to me. I'm reminded of the apostle Paul. Paul said, although I speak in the tongues of man and the tongues of angels, it profiteth me nothing if I have charity. He said, I can understand revelation. What you're getting tonight is revelation. I can understand mysteries. You're getting some secrets tonight about the mysteries of the Bible. I can understand mysteries. I can have great revelation. But if I don't don't have charity it profited me nothing I', I it's good for nothing I, I'm nothing tonight. can I give you this can I give you this in order for you to understand the revelation of God you've got to have the understanding that without him I am nothing I'm nothing I'm nothing without him. what gives you access to the mysteries of the kingdom? A mentality that says I'm nothing without him. You want to understand the kingdom? Humble yourself. The way up is down. You didn't hear what I just said. I said the way up is down. The Bible says this. He descended unto the low place so that he can unto the high place. He was willing to go down into the depths of hell and to take the keys of death and hell. And that is why he is exalted and he is lifted up and he is the name above all names because he was willing to go to the lowest place. Ah, his feet are described as being of brass. His feet are of brass because he was willing to step on the hotness of the depths of hell. He stepped into hell and he took the keys and he got up on the third day. And now he is seated. Watch what I'm about to tell you. We're going to transition right here. and We're going to go a little bit deeper into our message. All of what you heard so far was just a review. Now we're getting ready to move forward, but we're going to transition right here. Watch this. The Bible says, now hereafter, Jesus says, he's speaking to uh, he's speaking to Caiaphas. The great high priest, the high priest that understood that he was the son of God, the high priest that said it was expedient that one man should die so that the whole nation would not perish. In other words, the high priest knew that Jesus was the son of God and they were determined to kill him because they knew that he had to die to become. You didn't, you're not understanding what I'm saying. You're not understanding the enemy knew he, he, he was like the enemy, but he knew that scripture had to be fulfilled. How do we know that Caiaphas knew that Jesus was the son of God? They kept asking him. But how do we know that he knew? Because the Bible says that when he asked Jesus, Are you the son of God? And when he said, I adjure you by the Holy Ghost, he knew that if you adjure a true priest, that a true priest has to answer. And after Jesus said this, he rent his clothes. By renting his clothes... Oh my goodness i I hope you're ready for this tonight I- I-, I I know that so many people are stuck they're stuck on the milk because they have be- they have determined to live an immature life. They're stuck on milk, not just because they are immature, but some people, a lot of people in the body of Christ are immature because they want to be. You see, some babies want their bottles. They're not supposed to have bottles, but they still want bottles because they prefer milk because milk means I don't have a lot of responsibility. What you're getting tonight is not milk. This is meat. And God is saying it's time for you to throw the bottle away, throw the binky away, grow up and see that God wants to show you something far beyond what you have seen and the responsibility of it is great. The calling is high. The price is high. But if you are willing to pay it, God is going to trust you with something that is life-changing. Some of you are listening to this And you've heard that we were supposed to be live every day in 2021. And I've taken some days and I haven't been on here. (laughs) And uh, I don't know what you think, but I'm telling you, (laughs) I'm on here tonight. I'm on here because the spirit has me on here and we're going to keep praying every day. We're not going to stop. If I'm not on here, you look for me on Facebook, but we're not stopping Oh yeah, we we made a vow, we made a commitment to pray every day, and we're gonna be right here in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Let's get back to what God was saying. Listen, the Bible says Caiaphas he rinsed his clothes, which is a sign of him relinquishing his responsibility. Uh, I'm going to have to preach on that one day because I, I can't get stuck there. I got to move on. But so many people don't understand that the high priest, including Uh, Nicodemus was among them. Uh, They they understood what was happening. Uh, They can act like they didn't understand. Their flesh might have looked like they didn't understand. They might have even said some things that they shouldn't have said. Uh, But they knew exactly what they were doing when they put him on the cross. They understood that this was the Lamb of God that had to be slain before the foundation of the whole world. That they were fulfilling the scriptures by hanging. him on the cross and the priest looking upon him like the red heifer in the Old Testament. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Listen, this is what made Caiaphas rent his clothes. And this is where we're going to transition tonight and go a little bit deeper into this word. We're talking about astrology and numerology because astrology deals with placement, placement. Let's go deeper. I told you, you, you want to make sure that you're prepared to go with me here. Okay, pray, with, pray in the spirit that you're prepared to go with me here. Astrology deals with placement, 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 placement. But placement is connected with time. Time is represented by numbers. That is the connection between astrology and numerology. Astrology is all about placement, numerology deals with time. Place and time have been given. God. He created place and he created time. In the book of Genesis, real quick, real quick, real quick before we move on, I'm I'm not going to forget where I was now. Remember, we're at our transition sentence. This is an important scripture. I actually didn't have it queued up because I didn't know that we would go in this direction. But let me get the scripture for you. Let me get it for you so that you have it. You can write it down. We're at our transition scripture. This is a this is a inflection point. This is one of the most uh, powerful moments in the course of the crucifixion of Jesus leading to the resurrection of Jesus. OK, this is the statement that he makes that Caiaphas rents his clothes. But I want to go back for a moment. Let's go back to the very beginning. The beginning is the alpha The ending is the omega. We have to have the alpha and omega. If you're dealing with the prophetic... Not numerology, not astrology, not man's knowledge. We're talking about prophetic truth. Prophetic truth is built on Alpha and Omega. In other words, it's beginning always, it's ending always, and the truth is somewhere in the middle. There are three dimensions of time in the earth realm, but there are four dimensions in the spirit. In the earth realm, they deal with, and this is what witches do, this is what psychics do, this is what people in the demonic kingdom do, they deal with past, present, and future. But people in the kingdom of God don't deal with past, present, future. We deal with past, present, future, now. Past, present, future, now. Past, present, future, now faith is the substance. Past, present, future, now faith. So, other words, now faith puts us in touch with the sovereign kingdom. And that's where we're making this transition in the scripture. So give me just one moment because I want to give you this actual scripture. I don't I don't just want to reference. I want to give you the actual actual scripture. So he says here and before we go there, we're going to go back to Genesis for a moment. Let's go back to Genesis. Time. Place. Place and time. This is what happened in Genesis one. Genesis one. When time was created. And when place was created. But watch this. Let let me give you the scripture and just, he says, Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Listen, 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 listen. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I actually, I like this one. I like this one. I like this one. OK, we're going to go to Mark 13 in just a minute. So when you get a chance, open your Bible to Mark 13 and we're going to deal with our main scripture. That is the transition scripture to us going further in this deeper. But I want to go back for a moment in Genesis. Let's go back to what the Lord was saying. Watch this. Astrology deals with placement. Numerology deals with time because numbers are all about time, time and place, time and place, time and place. When you go to Genesis in the very beginning, you find that God creates time when He says, Let there be light. Now, from the watch this from the moment He spoke, Let there be light. Light appeared. Light is not existing because of the sun. According to scientists, the sun is the source of light. But the sun is not the true source of light. It is the voice and the word of God that is the true source of light. So watch this. When he speaks and he says, let there be light, light never stops and it never will. Because when we go into the kingdom of God, And the Bible says the body of Jesus is going to light the city. It's the same light that he spoke in the beginning. Let there be. In other words, he was saying, I am light. Not just let there be light. Not just we need a light. Turn the light on. Not just flip the switch. But no, I am light. Oh, glory be to God. In other words, before time ever existed, I am. Jesus said before Abraham was, I am. I am that I am. Oh, glory to God. So when Jesus God said, let there be light, he wasn't saying let there be a sun. He wasn't saying let there be a moon. He wasn't saying let there be a star. He wasn't saying let there be a a, a, this little light of mine. No, I am light. And ever since he was light, ever since he pronounced that he is the light of the world, he's been the light and he will always be the light. Oh, glory to God. And light is greater than time. So let's deal with astrology just for a moment, because after he created light, then he created time. He didn't create time, then light. He created light, then he created time. Think about that now. God didn't say, let there be day one. No, he said, let there be light. Then he said, this is day one. This is day two. This is day three. This is day four. In other words, days don't exist because of light. Days exist because I say it's day one. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So, You, you, you may think, what does this have to do with astrology? It has everything to do with astrology because astrology, astrology is based upon days and time. It's based upon 24 hours. It's based upon placement, not only the placement of time, but the placement of planets. When you talk about planets and stars, when you talk about moons, You're talking about the second dimension of heaven. You're not even third level. In other words, you're not in the spirit at all. Now, I had to preference my message last night and I'm going to do the same thing on here. I want to preference everything I'm saying by saying to every person who has ever dabbled in astrology or numerology that the purpose of this message is not to condemn you. I'm on here to convict you by the power of the Holy Ghost. I want you to be convicted by the time you're done listening to this series. So convicted that you will never read a horoscope again. Conviction is to your body. Conviction is to your spirit what pain is to your body. Dr. Rod Parsley says that. I I put that up today. I put that up today on my Instagram Conviction is to your spirit what pain is to your body. You need conviction because without it, you won't know something's wrong. So let's talk about this. Astrology deals with time, but it also deals with placement. Numbers deal with time, but numbers also deal with placement. Position. There are certain stars, certain stars located in certain places at certain times, certain moons, certain planets located at certain places. At certain time, Let's go back to the beginning. Before time was. He said let there be. Because he was saying I am light. Then he said day one. Day two. Day three. Day four. Etc. Etc. He created. He created. And he created. He spoke. And he spoke. And he spoke. And he created. And he created. And he created. For in the beginning was the word. And the word was God. And the word was with God. Nothing that was made. Was made. Without the word. <laughs> and everything that has been made. Is a result of the Word because the Word is God and God is His Word. And He spoke and He made and He created and He made and He created and He said and it was. So watch this now. He also created place for the world was void and dark in the beginning. There was utter chaos. God spoke into chaos. And he created order. The word world deals with order. Order of government, order of people, order of things, order of places. We live in the world, but we are not of this world. When we say we're not of this world, we're saying we're not of this world order what order governmental order president's vice president's uh, senators governors mayors order what order there's a chief and then there's a assistant and then there's a secretary and then there's a this and a that order what order uh, an order of popularity an order uh, uh, socially an order economically uh, you have your rich people and your poor people. And there's, a, there's an order and everything's in order because it's a world that is in chaos. But it has been structured into an order by God. And so God has sent us to be kingdom ambassadors to bring the order of the kingdom of God into the earth realm. And so the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. The violent take it. By force, because the world order doesn't want to give it. The world does not want to give us money. The world does not want to give us position. The world does not want to give us power. The world does not want to give us authority. But we have it. And we have to walk in it. That's another message for another day. But let's go back to what God was saying. Our transition scripture that we find in Mark 13. I chose this one. Because of what it says right before and is significant to our topic. So the base scripture is going to be Mark 13 and 26. Now, I told you another scripture earlier. I want to read that scripture to you first. All right. Isaiah 40 and 25 says, to whom then will you compare me or who is my equal, says the Holy One. Lift up your eyes on high and behold, who has created these things? Who brings out their host by number, by number? We talked to you earlier. I talked to you about the archangels. Three, all three had authority over different sections of the angels. Satan, when he fell, why did he fall? Because he lifted up himself above where God was. He, he asserted too much authority. He was thrown out of heaven. Jesus said, I beheld Satan as lightning falling down from heaven. He wasn't just talking about heaven in general. He was talking about the first heaven or or the third heaven from the third heaven to the second heaven. That's how he ended up in the Garden of Eden, because he was cast out of the first or the third heaven into the second heaven. Second heaven, the Elohim. The Elohim is a place between the third and the the first heaven. You and I live underneath or just within the first heaven. The first heaven is located from the lowest place in the earth realm to the highest mountain, just about. So any place between the lowest place in the earth realm and the highest mountain is where we are. Now, think about this now. Think about this now. I've never really shared this revelation this way before, but it's awesome to think about. Think about this. Satan began in the third heaven. He ended up in the second heaven, and now he's in the first heaven. He, ke- he keeps getting lower. And his next stop, his next stop is below the first heaven. What am I talking about? It's a place called hell, hell, hell. Hell is the place meant for Satan, but right now he has not been bound there. Now the Bible says he goes up and down, to and fro, through the earth, seeking whom he may devour. He operates in the first heaven. What am I talking about? The Bible describes Satan as the prince and the power of the air. Why the prince and the power of the air? Because within the air is the first heaven. Everything that you breathe in is first heaven. You breathe in oxygen from the first heaven. That is everything, watch this, everything from the lowest valley, just about, to the highest mountain. Or, Up in an airplane. When you're in an airplane, you're still in the first heaven. The second heaven is everything just outside of the furthest atmospheres of earth. Once you start to leave the atmosphere of earth, you're entering the second heaven. So the second heaven is where the planets are. That's where the stars are. That's where people who operate in astrology and numerology live spiritually. I wish you would get what I just said. People who operate in numerology and astrology live in the second heaven. They have some authority, but no authority. Why? Because they're too low. They're living in the second heaven. They think in the second heaven. They're bound to the second heaven. They're servants to the second heaven. Everything that happens in the second heaven governs their life. They are governed by the second heaven and that's a that's a problem Okay, so let's talk about this now. Satan starts off in the first, excuse me, third heaven. He's in the third heaven in the sovereign kingdom. He's standing between Gabriel and Michael. And then the Bible says he lifts himself up above where God is. In other words, he tries to become more than what God created him to be. And by doing that, God cast him out. He casts him out of the third heaven. He goes into the second heaven. He becomes a snake in the second heaven. He chooses to be a snake because snakes are subtle and snakes are are cunning and snakes are devious. And so he, he puts on the flesh suit of a snake and then he goes and he finds Eve. And when he has a conversation with Eve, he causes Eve to fall because he wanted man to live in his same dimension because he's really supposed to be in hell. But he he's in the second heaven. He's in the Elohim in the Elohim where Eden is. He enters Eden where because the gates are open at that point, the gates were open right now. The gates are closed. You understand the gates of Eden are closed. We can't find Eden. We'll never go back to Eden until New Jerusalem comes down. New Jerusalem will more than likely be somewhere between or near Eden. Who knows? Who knows? We, we won't know that until we get there. But watch this. Watch this. He's in the second heaven because the gates are open at that point. He talks to Eve, gives Eve the fruit. Eve eats the fruit, gives it to her husband. Here come Satan. He's he's cast down the second time. Think about this now. He's cast from the third heaven. Jesus said, I beheld Satan as lightning falling down from heaven. Yeah, he fell down from the third heaven into the second heaven. Now he's going to fall from the second heaven into the first heaven. Where do we live? First heaven. This is everything below Eden, everything below Elohim, everything below that place in that realm of the spirit. So watch this now. Now, the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But again, spiritual wickedness in high places. Why are they in high places? Because we were supposed to live above them. We were above them in Eden, but we are now below them in the flesh. The only way to get above them again is to become one with Christ, seated with Christ, and to live far above Planets and stars and moons and Mercurys and all that kind of retrograde stuff that people have been reading and listening to. And and they're, they're reading their horoscopes and the horoscope says today you're going to have a messy day. Today you're going to have a sad day. Today everything's going to be thrown off because uh, Venus is here and, and Mercury is here and the moon is here. And because everything is there, everything in your life is off. But the devil is a liar. The word of God says, "My oh The word of God said, "My times and seasons I have placed them in my hand," saith the Lord. Let, let me give you the scripture right here: Acts one, Acts one, chapter seven. Excuse me, Acts chapter one, verse seven and eight says, "And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has placed in His own power, but ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be a witness unto me before." before both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and into the uttermost parts of the earth. Uh, He said, you'll receive power to know times and to know season you are what am i talking about i'm talking about when 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 your horoscope says you're gonna have a bad day but you read the word and he says you shall receive power after the holy ghost has come upon you in other words i don't care what the horoscope says god says you are blessed and if he says you're blessed then you are blessed no oh. I wish the church would get this tonight. I said, I wish the church would get this tonight. I wish the church would receive this tonight. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, I'm almost done. This is just part two. We got a lot more to cover. With all that said, (laughs) let's get to our transition scripture. Watch this. I I want you to see this in the spirit. Mark 13, our main scripture is going to be verse 26. But then I want to I want to show something that's going to shake the foundation of everything in your life that has ever believed in astrology and numerology with this right here. Watch this. He says, and then shall they see. The son of man coming in the clouds with great glory, great power and glory. Verse 25 says, and the stars of heaven shall fall and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken. He's talking about in time events, in time events, the stars are going to fall. We're not talking about position. We're talking about demolition. But let let me go to the real scripture I wanted to show you, because that's not the one. But I wanted to show you that just for a, a reference. Watch this now. Matthew, Matthew, Matthew 26. This is the one. This is the one. This is the one. Are you ready? This is the one I've been telling you about. Okay, let's start at verse 60, 61, 61, 61. And said, this fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and to build it in three days. They're coming after Jesus because he's saying that somebody said you said that you could destroy the temple and restore it in three days. Understand, this is the same Alpha and Omega. That opened up his mouth before time ever was and said, I am light. Let there be light. He is the same God that spoke the worlds into existence. The same God that created heaven and hell. And yet they're saying, they said, you said you could tear down this temple and build it up in three days. He said, yeah, yeah, I I did say that. And yes, I can do that. But watch this. Watch this. Jesus. But Jesus held his peace. He could have said, yeah, but no, he held his peace. And the high priest answered and said unto him, I adjured thee by the living God that thou tell us whether thou be the Christ, the son of God. Now, this is the part that caused him to rend his clothes. When Jesus said this, verse 64, this is the main verse I was telling you about. Mark, excuse me, Matthew 26 and 64. Watch this. Jesus said unto him. Thou hast said, Nevertheless, I say unto you, hereafter shall ye see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power, place. Place. I'm going to read that again. Hereafter you shall see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power, place. That is the power of place. That is position. He he didn't just say sitting, he said sitting on the right hand. He was specific place. Now watch this is the next one is time. And coming in the clouds of heaven. This is Jesus putting himself in three different positions at one time. His body is in the earth realm, but his spirit is on the right hand of the Father. And he is also coming in the clouds of glory. Picture all three of those in your mind. Every time I read that, I picture in, I, I picture Jesus Christ... In three places at one time. He's omnipresent. He is in the earth talking to Pilate, excuse me, talking to the high priest. He's in the spirit, seated next to to God, seated on the right hand. And he's also coming on a white horse, coming to the earth. There is a dimension of speed that is connected to time. We talked about it a little bit last night. I'm almost done, but I feel the anointing so strong as I'm speaking right now. That's why I got to go slow. I feel the glory of God tonight. Oh, glory. Glory, 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 glory. So, something supernatural happens. There is a dimension of speed that is connected to time. There is something called light years. Light years deal with time and speed. Time and place When you are light years ahead Can I decree and declare this tonight? God is light years ahead of you Everything you will accomplish in the next 10 years God is light years ahead of you If Jesus should come back during our lifetime, he is light years ahead of you. From the moment you were born in the earth realm, God was already light years ahead of you. Light years deals with time and speed. The throne of God is mobile. The throne of God can move God is not sitting on a stationary throne. We think three-dimensional. God thinks in multiple dimensions. I believe he has many dimensions, far beyond what our brain could ever conceive. This is, this is too big for your mind to think. As big as you can think, God is bigger than that. And his throne is mobile. His throne can move. Do you understand God's throne can move? He says, I'm seated on the right hand of the Father. I'm talking to you today. But I'm also coming in the clouds of glory. With that one verse, Jesus shatters humanistic understanding of time. With that one scripture, Jesus breaks the grip of astrology and numerology because the stars don't have the power or the authority to govern your future. That which is flesh is flesh. That which is spirit is spirit. Nicodemus came to Jesus pondering over his teaching. Trying to grasp with his human brain what is it you're talking about? But Jesus was not speaking in the flesh. He was speaking in the spirit. Tonight... I'm not speaking to you in the flesh, but I'm speaking to you in the spirit. And in the spirit you are free. In Jesus' name. People check their birthday in order to find out the fate of their life. time. Numerologists add, multiply, subtract, divide, whatever they do, to come up with the future of someone's life. Well, the number one in your life means this, and the number two means that, and 22 means this, and nine means that. And when you add them together with your mother's birth date and your father's birth date, then this should happen by this time and that will happen by that time. But I'm on here tonight, standing under the same anointing of the prophet Daniel, standing under the same anointing of the prophet Elijah, standing under the same anointing of the Lord Jesus Christ the same anointing that was on Joseph, the son of Israel. When astrologers and numerologists sought to find the meaning of the dream of Pharaoh, they cried out to their gods to find the meaning of the dream of King Nebuchadnezzar. They added, they subtracted, they did all their numbers. They studied the stars, they studied the moon. They studied the planets that they might know the dream of Nebuchadnezzar. And they could not see it. I'm standing tonight under the authority of the Holy Spirit to tell you that God is real. The Alpha and the Omega is greater than the sun and the moon and the stars. Before the sun was, God is. He is alive. He is alive today. You cannot afford To live in the second heaven Another day Of your life What is the second heaven? A life governed by horoscopes A life Governed by fate A life dependent upon the movement of stars to determine outcomes. A life governed by numbers to determine results. Listen. Jesus Christ the son of the living God. Before he came into the earth, there was a star, and shepherds saw angels. They heard the word of God, that a king was to Described as wise men saw the star and the Bible says and when they saw the star they rejoiced with exceeding great joy the stars shone bright giving wondrous light That star was a physical representation of a spiritual manifestation. It was a sign to holy men it was assigned to wise men. And that is all. Before Jesus was born, the wise men were already on their journey to Him. Before Jesus was born, a prophetess great man of God stood in the temple of the Lord, awaiting the arrival of the babe, the king. And the man said, God promised me that I would not die until I behold the face of the Son of God. And one day, he heard a bang. Virgin mother Mary standing in the temple with her baby and he looked down and he saw the Son of God and he said my soul can rest because my eyes have seen the glory of God the Bible says before you were formed in your mother's womb I knew you before you ever came into her belly I ordained you I called you a prophet to the nations Before the stars were made, you were created in His image and in His likeness. And the stars will fall. But if you live in Christ, you will never die. Plead with you tonight. I beg you. I pray, and I'm going to pray for you tonight that you would escape the second heaven, break free of the cycles. Of this world, the false images, false messages. This is what happens when you worship the created more than the Creator. The sun gives glory to God, the moon gives honor to Him, the stars. Let me read something to you Let me read something to you The Bible says this Joseph said The Bible says in Genesis 37 verse 9 And he dreamed yet another dream And he told it to his brethren And said, behold I have dreamed a dream more, and behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren, and his father rebuked him and said, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and my mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee, to the earth? And his brethren envied him more and his father observed the same. What was it? What was it that Joseph saw? What he saw was the Lord Jesus from the bloodline of Joseph from the bloodline of Abraham, Isaac and Israel would come the son of the living God and the sun and the moon and the stars bow before him how dare we Exalt the stars above He that created the stars. He spoke and it was. I want to offer this to you tonight in Jesus' name. And we're going to pray. I want to offer this to you. In Jesus' name, so many of us don't understand that God is great, He's so great that anything near Him changes. The stars are light because he is light. The sun is light because he is light. The moon is light because he is light. What am I saying? You are a light because he is a light. Nothing more, nothing less. The more time you spend with him the more like him you will become time is a spiritual currency stars spend time close to him and that is why they shine so brightly the sun spends time and has spent so many years. Think about the history of the sun. So many years it has spent close to God. And that is why it shines so brightly. What if you spend time close to God? You will be changed. The stars reflect a truth, but it is a false truth. It does not have the power to govern your life. Even the months of the year that's man's timing. But the timing of God is far greater. The seasons of God is far greater. This is the last thing I'm going to say and we're going to pray. Those who had an identity before meeting Jesus, after they met him, their identity changed. The name Jacob, which meant supplanter, trickster, con artist, his name was changed to Israel because he had relationship with God. The name Lucifer was changed to Satan because he lost relationship with God. Listen, your name is changing. It's not about the day you were born into this world. That's what Nicodemus could not understand. He said to Jesus, how can a man be born when he is old? And Jesus said, marvel not at what I tell you. You must be born again. When you're born into this world, you can be governed by the sun and the moon and the stars because they stand in authority over your life. But when you are in Christ, you are a new creature. Behold, old things are passed away and all things have become new. And now the sun, the moon, the stars, they are under your feet because you are seated with Christ, seated in places of authority. And now your identity and your divine future and the plans of God for your life are not under the stars but over them. For he has put all things under his feet and we have become one with Christ, raised up together and made to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. This is not just the second heaven. This is the third heaven. The third heaven. I want to pray for you tonight. Maybe you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior or maybe you have but maybe you have been watching videos on YouTube about astrology, you've been dabbling in numerology, you've been listening to a friend or someone who deals with tarot card reading. Someone has given you a reading of the numbers of your life. Someone has spoken some type of demonic and and, and spirit of divination has come to try to mislead you. Some of you have encountered people with familiar spirits. You've encountered people who have tried to read your life and tell you the cards and the future of your life. But I'm on here tonight as a prophet of the living God, Jesus Christ, the most high God, to tell you that your life is here in Christ in God every word spoken over your life every curse spoken over your life is broken by the authority and power of God and tonight I activate a blessing a special blessing that comes from the Lord Jesus Christ I activate it over you in the name of Jesus I decree and declare that your times and seasons have been placed in the hand of God and so in the name of Jesus I break you free from the times and seasons of the earth realm I decree and declare your life is changed after this night, for the I decree and declare you are going to have a new birthday. I decree and declare the chains are broken tonight. No longer will you read your horoscope. You're going to be obsessed with reading your Bible. You're going to realize that the horoscope doesn't have the power. Retrograde means nothing. If the sun moves, if the sun moves, if the moon moves, if everything in heaven is shaken, your life is hid in Christ in God and he is the only one that holds your future for he has placed the times and seasons in his hand and now he has placed what is in his hand in your hand he said behold I give you power after which the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall receive power I will reveal to you things to come I will show you things before they come to pass who am I talking to tonight I decree and declare God is breaking your life free If you believe God is setting you free, I want you to open up your mouth and say, Thank you, Jesus, for setting me free. You'll never read again. You'll never dabble in it again. You'll never watch it again. So many people are desperate for truth. They just want to know the truth. That's why they thats why they look for astrology. That's why they go into numerology. They want truth. But you're seeking it the wrong way. Jesus is the only way. He is the only truth. He's the only life. I know you want answers. You want to understand what your life is. You want to know what's coming tomorrow. But I'm telling you, there's a better way. And the way is Jesus. If you have ever dabbled in that before, it's because you're called to the prophetic. I know by way of the Holy Spirit. A yearning and a hunger, an appetite for that type of knowledge is actually a misplaced appetite for the Spirit of God. So many people They want the tantalizing prophecy, but they don't want the holiness of God. I'm going to say that again. I want you to hear what I said. They want the tantalizing prophecy, but they don't want the holiness of God. That's why they would rather get an astrologer than a prophet. They would rather call a numerologist than a true prophet. They would rather call a psychic, a false prophet, a wolf in sheep clothing that they know is a wolf than to call a true prophet of God because a true prophet is going to call the house to holiness and righteousness. The true prophet is going to come with a hammer in their hand and they're going to take a hammer to every idol. They're going to take a hammer to every false god. Let me do that right now. In the name of Jesus, I take a hammer to everything in your life. Every spirit of idolatry. Every spirit of perversion. Every spirit that has caused you to have a misplaced hunger and thirst. Everything in you that has allowed you to become an easy target for the snake serpent spirit. Some of you have entertained snakes. And instead of you being a snake charmer, The snake has charmed you. But I come tonight in the authority of the Holy Spirit. And I decree and declare God is breaking your life free. Be free in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and worship. Lift your hands and worship. God is setting you free. I come against every curse. Some of you have encountered psychics that have prophesied your death. Psychics that told you at such and such time you're going to die. Numerology that said in such and such years you're going to die. But the devil is a liar. I speak life in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus I speak life over you I rebuke every curse I rebuke and I cancel premature death I execute the power of God and I crush every demonic legislation every contract concerning your life I remove your name from demonic and satanic markets, uh, black and demonic markets uh, black magic Uh, I break you free from Santeria from every spoken curse uh, every word curse uh, every spell every incantation uh, in the name of Jesus Uh, may your life be free in Jesus' mighty name, open up your mouth. Open up your mouth tonight. Yeah, I'm a sari under a masi. Who ran under a masaro? Free. You're free. I decree and declare freedom, 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 freedom. Freedom is yours. Freedom is yours. Herra mase, Herra na na mase, Herra mase, If you would like to rededicate your life tonight while the anointing is moving, just lift your hands and say, Lord Jesus, I repent for listening to psychics. I repent for reading astrology, reading horoscopes. Forgive me, Lord. I didn't even understand what I was doing. Lord, I'm sorry. Come into my heart. Jesus come into my life I want to know you I want to know prophetic truth I want to live in the third dimension I want to know what the spirit is saying and not what the devil is saying I want to agree and I agree with what the spirit is saying concerning my life in Jesus name somebody say in Jesus name if you receive that you are saved if you said that prayer you've crossed over from death unto life your life is hidden in Christ in God and you are a new creature why don't you open up your mouth and praise him for freedom 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 is yours Free. Freedom, 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 freedom is yours, freedom is yours, free, iramasa, free from curses, free from voodoo, free from illegal contracts, free from witches and warlocks, free from numerology, free from curses. Free from spoken curses and false prophecies. Freedom is yours. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I decree and declare freedom is yours. I decree and declare, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, freedom is yours. I decree and declare, I decree and declare. Freedom. Not only for you, but for your children, for your grandchildren, for your brothers, your sisters, your mothers, your fathers. I decree and declare your uncles, your Your aunts, your cousins, your loved ones Your co-workers, your friends I decree and declare they're free Freedom Freedom is yours Freedom Freedom in your house Freedom over your mind Freedom is yours Oh The green and the blue, freedom. Hey, Ramasa, to Hey, freedom. Hey, Ramasa, to Ramasa. Free your people tonight. Set them free, never to return, never to go back again, never to go back, never to look back again. Let them run and not look back. Let them run after you. Let them run after the things of God. Let them run after true prophecy. Let them run after intercession. Give them a hunger for your word. Place within them a thirst for righteousness, a thirst for your presence, a thirst for your spirit. Open up your mouth and say, I receive it. I receive freedom 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 is yours I receive freedom 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 is yours Ye Somebody worship him. worship him, 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 Give Him honor, give Him glory. Hallelujah. Your sons are free. Your daughters are free. Your loved ones, your husband, your wife is free. I decree and declare freedom is yours. Hallelujah! Glory to God. Let me make this announcement before we go. Father, we thank you, Lord. These are all the blessings we ask in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. I want to make this announcement before we go. Um, The prophetic teaching that will be taking place this summer... We will have another informational meeting on April the 17th. If you are interested in prophetic teaching, I'm talking about advancing your spiritual life, your spiritual authority, your spiritual knowledge. This is an investment into your the anointing that is on your life. These are classes you want to take this coming summer, starting June June 7th, it was going to all begin June 7th and be every Monday night in June. Every Monday night in June. So from June 7th to June 14th to June 21st to June 28th, we will be having four nights of teaching. And that teaching is specific to the prophetic. If you're called to be a prophet, if you're called to be a prophetic intercessor, You're called to be an evangelist, a pastor, a teacher, an apostle. This teaching is going to help and advance your life spiritually when it comes to the things of God. I want to invite you to be a part of the informational meeting that will be April 17th. All you have to do is send me an email or send me a message on Facebook and say, Prophet Dorn, I want to be a part of the informational meeting April 7th if you, excuse me, April 17th, if you are, and that's a, that's a Saturday at 10 a.m. in the morning, if you are a partner, you don't have to do that. You're already in the system. You're going to already be, it's already open to you automatically. But if you're not a partner and you, and you know, if you're not a partner and you're listening, you want to be a part of this prophetic experience that will be taking place. I want you to Amen. I want you to send me send me a message or let me know somehow uh, that you want to be a part and I will add you and you'll be able to be a part of the prophetic teaching that will be taking place. And um, I'll give you all the information about the cost and about um, how you can have one on one uh, counseling with me uh, or one time if you would like to do that. Um, this is going to be a four week event in June and we're preparing for it. We're, I'm preparing to launch a new ministry. And this is a ministry that has never been shared before. And I'm not going to share any details of this until that time comes. But I'm preparing to launch this new ministry and it's going to be a great resource to the body of Christ for those that would want to in, uh, to be educated even more This is a new place for you to gain spiritual wisdom knowledge, especially if you're already in ministry, even if you're already in ministry, or maybe if you've never been in ministry before, this is for you. This is four weeks of teaching taking place this June. Sign up will be available officially um, later in May. Uh, But understand this, April 17th is our next informational meeting that Saturday. Anyone who is interested I want you to let me know and uh, send me an email to PRO Jonathan Dorn at gmail.com. That's PRO Jonathan Dorn at gmail.com. Send me an email and let me know that you're excited. We will also have open open application starting in June as well. We will have open applications so that if you would like to apply to be a part of upcoming teaching, you'll be able to do that whenever you want. That website will be up soon. All the information will be available soon. But I want you to get this in your heart. Get it in your mind and your spirit. Pray about it. Ask God, should I be a part of this? Do I need this? Is this going to help me? And I believe it is. And then I want you to be a part of the informational meeting. The next one is April. We just had one. Uh, it was awesome. But we have a next. the next one, April 17th. We're going to continue with daily prayer here. But just know if I'm not here, I'm on Facebook. So you need to follow me on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash Jonathan Dorn Ministries. Make sure you follow me so that if I'm not here, you can join in on Facebook. I will be live tomorrow night at 7 p.m. with Evangelist Veronica Graves. I'll be teaching false doctrine. This is the last second to last one. This Tuesday, next Tuesday are the last ones. Don't miss these last ones. 7 p.m. this Tuesday, 7 p.m. next Tuesday. And the prayer altar is going to be back here for daily prayer like usual very soon. Also, the hour of fire on Facebook is changing to Monday night. Okay, we're going to start that officially next Monday. I was going to start it this Monday, but I'm going to start it next Monday night. So just know, not Sunday night. But Monday night is the hour of fire. It's going to be awesome. We're going to continue this series on astrology, numerology, if the Lord says so. If not, we may just leave it alone for now. But I have to obey God, whatever he's saying. And that's what we're going to teach. I'm excited for you to receive this prophetic teaching this summer, starting in June. Informational meeting is April 17th. Reach out, send me an email, send me a message on Facebook and say, I'm interested In the prophetic school, the prophetic teaching, if you're interested, send me that message and let me know. Okay? I love you with the love of Jesus. I believe that you are free in Jesus' name. Have a blessed night. I love you with the love of Jesus. Amen. Bye-bye.